0: Offer ends on the go-live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER.
3: Winning comes in all shapes and sizes. Every day there's an opportunity for a win, just like scratchers from the Virginia Lottery. Every day grab-and-go. Every day giftable. Every day fun. It's where anticipation meets instant gratification. And they're satisfying to scratch, no matter the outcome. Like the new Virginia Lottery scratcher, Colossal Cash. It's loaded with $100 to $500 prizes. Now, that's an everyday win. Drive to the nearest Virginia Lottery retail location and pick up a scratcher today. Odds of winning any prize, 1 in 3.21. At Lowe's, we're your go-to for great gardening values every day. That's why we've lowered our price on select-bagged mulch, now starting at just two eighty-eight dollars a bag. Mulch helps prevent weeds and retains moisture. And when you put it down around trees, shrubs, and flower beds, you'll see how beautiful it makes your outdoor space, just in time to welcome back family and friends. Shop online and pick up in-store. Lowe's, home to the best part of summer. Selection and product availability vary by location. While supplies last, U.S. only. Excludes Alaska and Hawaii.
4: It's another Buy the Numbers for week six. Dan and Ken, how you guys doing? Life's good, Josh. Doing great. All right. I got a number for you. Number is five. It's the number of dollars I lost because I screwed up the shipping on our film study store with the new products this week. Oh, no. So uh, whoever ordered the mug, thank you for ordering the mug. Enjoy the mug. I paid for the shipping for the mug. <laughs> So it was fun to see the little, you earned $5, and I'm like, what? <laughs> so it has been corrected now. So enjoy the mug. I think it's going out. It's going out to the West Coast somewhere from what That'd I remember. Be good. <laughs> Glad to hear someone who's interested in getting one. Yep. So all right, guys, you guys have more important numbers in regards to the Ravens. Let's so why don't we ra- jump right into those? Let's get right to it. Dan, you're up number one. Sounds good. 37
5: and one. Since 2018, Clayus Campbell has started 37 out of 37 games, while the rest of the D-line on the roster in Week Five had only one start combined, and that was from Ellis. One game in 2018, Washington and Matabuke uh, didn't have any, haven't had any starts yet. Uh, in fact, they've only played 165 snaps between the three of them so far in 2020. So a really um, inexperienced. At least lately, uh, defensive line besides Clayus Campbell, and there were some issues during the game. But overall, I really thought it was a very strong showing, and uh, you know, a lot of promise for the young guys.
4: Very happy that the Ravens got to a point where the score dictated that Philadelphia stopped running the football because they were actually very effective at that. I thought, you know, obviously 18 for 194, pretty damn effective. But uh, yeah, it was it was it did not strike confidence in me. When the inactives came out, that they did not, well, they did not call up Aaron Crawford, would have been the option as a fifth defensive lineman, and they instead went with three green guys and Campbell, which is, uh, that's quite a stretch. I got another one, a similar vein, 165 and 5.1, 165 yards per game without Brandon Williams in the seven games he's missed since 2016, 5.1 yards per carry over the same period. And if you really look at the 16 to 19 period, they had Michael Pierce to step in for that. They had a, a legitimate backup nose tackle. They didn't have much. Ellis is a, is a nose tackle, and, and that's his role. But to ask him to play the same number of snaps that it would have been asked of Brandon Williams in games would have been a real stretch for him. So uh, I I actually think he had some trouble on uh, on Sunday. He definitely got pancaked on the 74-yard run, plus fumble, recovered for the touchdown, yada, yada, um, in the middle of that game.
5: Yeah, it's really... Uh we were kind of fortunate to have them face the Eagles. I mean, if you're going to have to have Brandon Williams out, uh, you know they had O-line issues and they just didn't have, they don't have the the roster to have a lot of um, you know big formations. So if you had to miss him, it was a good game to 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 miss him on. So all right, next number negative thirteen point zero one. That's the EPA expected points added. For the 12 ravens penalties and again negative is obviously bad for expected points added basically it means means that the penalties could be expected to have cost the ravens 13 points from the scoreboard uh, just for comparison ravens have averaged negative 4.6 epa on only five penalties per game in the first five games so a really rough outing as far as penalties and a real in really strong uh, meaningful times, 13 points uh, impacted, basically.
4: Yeah, it was a lot of drive-stalling penalties, and that's what my next is about 6, 9, and 4. But the Ravens in this game had 6 drive-stalling penalties. Now, a drive-stalling penalty is defined as a penalty that occurs when you don't get a subsequent first down or touchdown on that series of plays. So you can get a false start early on, and, and you get a first down after. It doesn't matter that the drive Peters out later. Uh that's not a drive stalling penalty. It's a drive stalling penalty if you don't subsequently get a first down or touchdown. So it's six drive stalling penalties on Sunday, nine so far in 2020. And that that number really looks bad obviously relative to the others this year, but they had four all of 2019 total and six on Sunday. So that's bad. I will say this, they are somewhat exaggerated by the fact that you can get more than one on a drive and the the real negative drive the Ravens had they had three stalled penalties all within a single series of downs they had two on another and one on a third but they also had two uh, decline penalties which effectively came uh, at the cost of other drives so it's not always just the stalled drives on the accepted penalties it's also the cost of those declined penalties which is probably captured in your uh, in your previous number about the number of points lost
5: yeah and man did, did the uh the momentum change on that one series where there were three penalties that kind of mm. really shifted everything everything was going great up until then uh next number 10 84 145 and 129 those were the yards gained by the Eagles by quarter uh, as I was just talking about the Ravens' defense started off fantastic, with only 10 yards allowed in the first quarter. But they just couldn't finish finish off the game for a number of reasons. Um, you know, allowing allowing teams to get back into the games is a is definitely a concern when they start facing more difficult competition. So,
4: yeah, the the Eagles did it with a bunch of big plays coming back in this game. In some ways, I'm a little less concerned about that. I thought that, you know, the DPI penalty was really ticky-tack. That was obviously an enormous play. They got off of Wentz, made an incredible throw into the end zone, and Fulgham made a great jump for it to somehow deny two defenders on the on the 18-yard touchdown of fourth and nine. If, if the Ravens had lost this game, there'd be an awful lot to talk
3: Nobody builds 5G like Verizon builds 5G, because we're the engineers who built the most reliable network in America. And the more you do with 5G, the more building it right matters. The more your network matters, the more Verizon engineers going the extra mile matters. It's us pushing us. It's Verizon versus Verizon. 5G built right from America's most reliable network. Most reliable based on rankings from RootMetric's second half 2020 U.S. report of three mobile networks. Results may vary. Award is not an endorsement. Winning comes in all shapes and sizes. Every day there's an opportunity for a win, just like scratches from the Virginia Lottery. Everyday grab-and-go. Everyday giftable. Everyday fun. It's where anticipation meets instant gratification. And they're satisfying to scratch no matter the outcome. Like the new Virginia Lottery Scratcher Colossal Cash. It's loaded with $100 to $500 prizes. Now, that's an everyday win. Drive to the nearest Virginia Lottery retail
4: location and pick up a scratcher today. Odds of winning any prize, 1 in 3.21. About what went wrong for the Ravens, what went unlucky for the Ravens in this game, but it's certainly not a good thing in terms of the way the yardage ran out by quarter, and this was not the typical Ravens formula of being able to squelch the opponent when they're down. All right, move on to another one. 1,848. That is the number of days since Pernell McPhee had consecutive games with seven total quarterback hits. The last time that occurred was week three. Well, it's actually week two and three of 2015 in his very initial games with the Bears. He was a hell of a player, by the way, in 2015. Uh, Was a hell of a player, as we remember, here in Baltimore in 2014. But uh, the last two games, he's really just stepped out of 2014 onto the field and been the kind of dominant force he was at that point. I think he's helping everyone along the line. I don't think Campbell is doing it all on his own. the Campbell's pretty special. McPhee and and his violent hands and being able to beat one defender or two right now is being something really special that uh, we haven't seen in a while from him.
5: Yeah, and you also see on a lot of plays where he doesn't directly get at the quarterback. He influences the offensive line, allowing uh, allowing them to free up some d other d d linemen. So. Uh, I just hope he can stay healthy and keep it going for the rest of the season. So, all right, 37. It's the number of seconds that the Ravens were able to run off the clock between the last two touchdowns for the Eagles. So this was on the second-to-last offensive possession for them. They got the ball with under four minutes left, uh, and, and they were up by eight points. In 2019, these type of drives were the Ravens' bread and butter uh, but they were only able to use up 37 seconds, um, and it's definitely something that they they need to shore up in order to to finish off game close games in the future.
4: Yeah, absolutely. Run for one, run for five, but with a holding call that negated that. A run for ten with a second timeout and then an incomplete pass, and you know being put in the position. Of third and nine, where you had to throw an incomplete pass, was what they were really trying to avoid. Not that that necessarily would have gotten them to the end of the game, but it might have put the game basically out of reach had they gotten a first down from that position, from you know third and four, third and three, third and two, kind of thing. But uh, yeah, again, 37 seconds obviously unacceptable in that situation. Uh, with my next number is seven. That's the number of stunts run by the Ravens uh, against the Eagles, and those are you know twists or stunts along the uh, defensive line. Those plays resulted in six quarterback hits and a pressure on the seventh play. Now, unfortunately, the seventh play that was a pressure also happened to be the 18-yard touchdown pass on fourth and nine. But nonetheless, the defensive line was really getting the job done. Um, Campbell, in particular, is driving a lot of this with his underneath stunt skills, meaning he crosses the face first, makes the contact with two defenders. He can he can do perfectly well as an under player once one of them releases, and in fact, he got a sack minus 11. On a similar play, there was actually a blitz from level two uh, where Jamon Brown peeled off, uh, but also he, he had a great partnership that seems to be building with um, Bowser on the outside where on consecutive snaps, they got a quarterback hit and a pressure supporting each other's twist play one at one on the under and on one play and another on the under the next. Uh, and I love to see that kind of thing. I think, you know, Campbell and Bowser playing together, look like a real good team.
5: Yeah, that's great. It's uh, awesome to hear that they can get the, get the pressure by stunts and maybe limit a few of the blitzes and keep, uh, keep, you know, keep the numbers in the back. So, all right. Uh, last number for me is 54% and 35% looking ahead that's the Steelers pass rush win rate and their run stop win rate from ESPN Next Gen stats. Uh, so that's a that's a heck of a, a defensive line. That's second overall in pass rush win rate and first overall in run stop win rate.
4: Hmm. Uh, 30 35% is the highest rate of run stop wins in the entire league this year? Yep. Wow, that doesn't seem very high. Yeah. All right. Um, hmm.
5: yep. So for comparison, the ra- the Ravens have a pass rush win rate of 46%, which is ninth best, and a run stop win rate of 30%, which is 18th best. So they must be uh, real tight it's between right. 35 and 30. So, um, but you know the pass rush win win rate is based on how often a pass rusher is able to beat his block within 2.5 seconds, and a run stop win rate, um. It can be earned by beating the blocker, pushing the blocker backwards, adjusting the run lane, or tackling uh, uh, tackling a running back within three yards. So looking forward, the Ravens really have their work cut out for them um, against the Steelers' D-line. And uh, luckily, they've got an extra week to kind of plan and adjust.
4: Yeah, I, ho- I hope that week off will help them. All right, last numbers, 101 and 29. Um, 101 consecutive halves with a score for the Ravens. That's the NFL record. The last miss, and we're not going to like these, uh, was a scoreless first half against the Steelers on 10 17 in Baltimore. The 29 is the number of consecutive games of 20-plus points. That is one shy of Denver's NFL record of 30. The last miss was 11 18 against the Steelers in Baltimore. Uh, so, it's... It, The world has kind of gone crazy here with the Ravens holding NFL scoring records. You know, Dan, you and I both grew up with the early 2000 Ravens, certainly. And this just isn't the way the world worked. (laughs) Things are very different. But I think the Steelers are going to be a very tough test for them uh, a week from Sunday in terms of being able to keep those streaks going.
5: Yeah, definitely. uh, Definitely hope to keep them going and that the Steelers don't sandwich those records. So.
4: All right, another great show here. Thanks for thanks for uh, doing this with me Dan and we'll talk to you next time on Film Study.